Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltzlamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Marching on from spring training. Yep, we're boots in the ground. Grapefruit League. Games have started. Games have started in Arizona. Games are starting in Florida. So we are there. We are there. Baseball isn't boring. Cover it all. At BB isn't boring. At BB isn't boring. Subscribe, rate, review. Subscribe, rate, review. Very, very simple. All right. Well, like we said, boots in the ground. And guess what? I am the only podcaster slash reporter slash broadcaster, maybe in the history of baseball, that has rented an electric car. A fully electric car. So just a little behind the scenes. I go to pick up my car. I see the cars. You get to pick the car. I pick a car. Turns out it's electric. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. So it's okay. You know, a couple of days go by. I've never had a car that that has a pickup like this. But then the charge starts dwindling. And now I say I'm going to go up an hour north. To another clubhouse. I'm based with the Red Sox. I'm move up to the, the Braves up in Northport. So I'm going to drive up there. So I'm like, Oh, you know, I'll just, I'll just charge the car before I go and we'll cruise on up to Northport. Well, it's not like filling up a gas tank of gas. Evidently it was a whole thing. You have to get an app. It takes a long time to charge. Sometimes it takes like a day, I guess. I don't know. Long story short. I just switch out cars. Problems, problems of a podcaster. You don't know how to charge in your electric car when you get the rental for spring training. But, you know, we persevered. We sure did. And we got up to Northport. I got up to the Braves camp and I got the t- chance to sit down with Chris Sale. Chris Sale, who is one of the most intriguing pitchers in baseball, I think this year, you know, he was traded at the end of December by the Red Sox to the Braves for Vaughn Grissom. 
And I think he's going to be fascinating to look at how that trade shakes out. So sales always great. Has been on the podcast before, always great. And when you lock him in, when you get some time with him, it's absolutely worth it. And this was the case now. Sitting down with him in the Braves clubhouse, talked about the trade, the unexpected trade, the mindset, the the behind the scenes of how everything went down, all of it, all of it, base ship of our life season, all of it. It's just you you are going to have a conversation with Chris Hill and not and not be great. All right, well, again, rate, review, subscribe. Appreciate everybody. We'll keep them coming. We have the podcast already cruising into next week. Uh, I believe we're going to be out in Arizona, out in Arizona next week. So uh, you know what that means, Godfather. Yep, Dodgers camp. All right, well, for now, today, and your work week, there is no better person to listen to than Chris Sale. Here you go. One of my favorite people to talk to over the years, Chris <laughs> Sale. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Good. Um, you're making the, we just said, you're making an hour and a half drive. Compared to what? What was it before? It was right around 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah, there. so it adds about an hour, but it's not bad. It's okay. It's yeah. a nice area up here. Right? Well, and it's just all highway driving, so I just basically just set the cruise control and keep it in between the lines, and then I'm there. All right. Best shape of your life? <laughs> it's best shape of our life season, right? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, I mean. I don't ever really get out of shape, so I, I don't know. I don't know how to really uh, answer that question. <laughs> but is it, is it, do you feel, I know that you talked about this the other day, but you feel like, okay, you know, it's sort of this confluence of time back, health, you know, ability to work on stuff, having a, a, a season under your belt, all of that. That's how it feels right now? Well, it's just, it's different for me now because, you know, like it is obviously cliche to say, oh, I had a great off season or mm. I'm the best shape of my life or whatever it is, but, um, we can backtrack. So 2018, after the season, after the World Series, um, you know, I finished, I obviously finished the year strong, but still dealt with some things yeah, during that year yeah, that yeah. I had, that I had to, you know, still take care of in the off season. Uh, 2019 was a disaster, obviously, um, ended up, hurt my elbow and then did PRP went in went into the off season there on the IL um showed up in spring training in 2020 mm-hmm. blew out my elbow surgery missed all of 2020 go into the off season on the IL 2021 show up to spring training still rehabbing um finished that year pitching right we were we made it to the uh alcs going to the off season with some pretty good momentum mm-hmm. that was the strike year right or not the strike but the uh right lockout, CBA lockout. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it was yeah. uh end up getting hurt that off season uh throwing bullpens or live bps so i show up to spring training hurt uh not throwing on the il for a little bit 22 was just the worst possible disaster of my life. Yeah. Um, pinky, wrist, off-season, going into the off-season, hurt, rehabbing. Uh, Rehab through the off-season, started throwing a little bit later, didn't get as much time, that I, or clearly as much as I needed. Um, start 2023, starts terrible, 
get into a little bit of a rhythm as soon as I kind of start getting my footing shoulder mm. um, come back from that you had a good spring training last year though. I did I had uh, a really except good for the, the Orioles for whatever you know like the, the last one yeah they, they were just preparing me for yeah. that year I guess <laughs> yeah that's, that's a whole other that's a whole other conversation but um, you had a good spring training yeah it was like, a great spring yeah, training yeah. I got a good work in felt like I built up well um, started the year like crap um Figured it out after probably like four, four really, really bad starts. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I, like I said, I got into a groove, and as soon as I kind of started getting my foot and got hurt, um, but I did come back from that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it wasn't pretty by any means, but I, I, I finished the year on a on a good note. I had probably three good starts to end the year, three or four good starts somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. Um, Enough to build confidence, enough to build momentum, and we're going off in the off season excited, like ready to go. I'm healthy. Yeah. I finish the year healthy. I have an entire off season to where I'm, I, I don't have to deal with anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with that. I'm just in the off season. Mm-hmm. So basically from what I've just said, it's the first time since 20, 2017 that I finished the year healthy, made it through an entire off season healthy, and I'm starting spring training healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, you know, best shape of your life season. I'm but it's good. Say, I'm not going to say that, but I am going to say it's the first time since 2017 I've ended healthy, healthy throughout the off season, started spring training healthy, and we're off. So when you finish a year, you're ex- you're excited in the sense that like you know that you're going to have this off season, right? Do you have any inkling that there is a possible trade? Like, do you have any inkling? Zero. 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 Really. Zero. Yeah. You're just like, as Alex had already said, that, hey, listen, opening day starter, right? Which yeah. is, you're like, all right, opening day starter, I'm ready to leave. Oh, talking about having something to chase, too. Right. For the offseason. But that, right. that got you pumped up. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have no, you have no inkling at all about this. That's, why would any, I mean, why would anybody want me at this point? <laughs> well, well, I mean, with the case that's been made, but, yeah. but, but in your mind, maybe that was in your mind. I don't know. What's that? The, the, you know, I'm not going to get traded because of all the things. Oh, no that, chance. Yeah. No, no chance. I, yeah. You know, I, and yeah, I just, I just kind of had it in my mind that I was going to be there. Yeah. But at the same time, like I know, that teams have tried to try trade for you before. Um, I was unaware of that. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Should have told me sooner. Uh, that well, I could have gone into the offseason maybe knowing something. Well, man. well, I'm talking. To, yeah, <laughs> but I'm talking about, and there's a reason for it because because of who you are. You know your presence. Your you know what you can do and all of that. And I, I'm going to go back to the 2022 deadline. I mean, it was. I know that you know, the Rangers wanted to trade for you, right? Um, in you, but you're probably like in the mind of not only then, but this off season. Like, I got this contract. I've been here. I'm ready to go. Well, I just uh, I had so much, so many other things that I was that was on my mind. Other than that, like that wasn't even in like the realm of like possibilities. Like that wasn't even like a thought that like would even cross my mind. Right? Mm. Like, it was just like I need to I need to do what I need to do to help this team. Like I'm supposed to, and I, and I didn't. So you did, yeah. Wait, so when when you get the call is in December, because like I told you, I know it's in December because I was ziplining over Honduras. Um, <laughs> One uh, of us was having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> well, so 
take me through that how that war. I've, I've never been traded. Like I've yeah. never been traded. I've never because they had to ask you to waive the no trade clause. Can you take me through how that worked? How how that call went? Uh, it was pretty quick. Really, um, it was actually kind of funny. And uh, like I've only ever heard great things about Breslau. Mm-hmm. Uh, played against them, but everybody I'd ever talked to had awesome things to say about him. So um, seeing him come in. Uh, I was excited for it, right? He calls me. I don't answer. Um, <laughs> Do you have his number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, we we actually end up playing phone tag. Like, I called him. He didn't answer. He calls me back. I didn't answer. I called him. But, like, there were, like, multiple phone calls back and forth and then, like, a couple text messages. And I forget when it was. It was probably, like, uh, even, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas time, somewhere around there. We, we texted back and forth. And I was like, hey, we're playing a pretty serious game of phone tag. <laughs> he said something funny. Like, I'm starting to take it personal. You know, just this cool, whatever. So it, it was funny that actually the first time we actually connected on the phone was him saying, well, this is kind of weird, you know, first time we're speaking. Because that's not why he called initially. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, just yeah. going, hey, how's it going? Exactly. Yeah, just yeah, catching yeah. up, yeah. You know, introducing each other. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> By the way, I got something else to talk yeah, to hey, you about. Uh, we're gonna, we're, we, we got a trade lined up for you. Yeah. And uh, it was it was like evening time. I remember I was outside putting something together. Um, and I get a call and he's... Yeah, they're like, hey, we're, we got it. We got something. But does that to come back to it? Does that you're like, what, 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 what? Oh, <laughs> freaking knuckleball from left field! <laughs> like, uh, just, just again, like I'm, yeah. I'm just kind of doing my thing, you know, just yeah. trying to get ready to play ball, and then you know, I get that call, so I'm like. Oh boy, there's a, the, just you know, I, I'm married. I have three kids. But, yeah, you know, I yeah. Young kid, I got somewhere in the middle, and I got. An oh, by the way, it's a half hour. You're, like you're living in Fort Myers, you like all this stuff. It's not just like I would imagine. It's not just like, hey, yeah, sure, whatever you want to do. There's, there's, I don't know how long it takes to process that question. That, less than, less than a day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, just you know, I get off the phone with them. You know, hey, thanks, appreciate the call. And then it's just like, oh god! Then, then like the work starts. You know, talking to my wife, talking to my kids, talking. You know, I call my dad, call my agent, mm-hmm. obviously, and we're just, you know, just trying to figure out like what, what the deal is, right? And, like what what's going to work and all that stuff. So just like logistical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side of that, obviously being this organization, yeah. like let's be honest, we're, like where I'm at in my career and in my life, like. I can't. I'm not, I can't go out to Arizona for spring training. You know, like, it's just too far away. I, might, I, can, I, st- I can still pick up my kids from school. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have not missed a practice. It was best have case scenario. It was yes. best case scenario. Right? I can still be live my life while being a part of this team in spring training, and uh, that was that was really that was probably like the most important. thing. Really? Like, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. You know, I'm. Like I said, I haven't missed a practice yet. I haven't missed a game. I, you know, my kids play sports. They're in. They got school stuff going on. Yeah. So, uh, being able to be there for that, well, having that for so long, I was. I did that for seven years. Uh, even in the off season, I drive up to JetBlue every day and right, 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 and work right. Out, yeah. do all that stuff, and I'm home at noon. Uh, so it was important for me to to stay here in Florida. So when I heard it was you know Braves, it's you know an hour longer drive, which yeah. whatever, you know, whatever, yeah. it's not no big deal. 
and you start thinking about like what this team is and who they are and what they've done and what they're probably going to do. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a one of one, you know. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if the Red Sox took that into consideration. I, I would assume they'd have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, then. The next day, at, what was it like? Ten o'clock, eleven o'clock in the morning. That's always it. That was it. Yeah. And and then I mean, it's a yes or no question. I mean, we don't need to draw it out for a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's like you said, there's a lot to go through. There's yeah, a lot yeah, to yeah. pick through. And you know, and also, it's great. It's like any time you trade it. I've talked to a million guys about this. It's great because the team wants you, but also your guys. Like you, you've yeah. invested. Oh. I okay. mean, how many times had you sit there and said, you know, I'm gonna. You know, I'm going to give, I'm going to pay back. You know, I'm going to pay yeah. back. I'm going to pay back. So there was probably that element. It's like ripping off the band aid. Say, hey, listen, you know, I want to, I want to make this the best case. I want to be the opening day starter. I want to do all this, but these other things are just, my, and by the way, they're the ones trading you. So, yeah. You know. No, it was, it was, um, listen, I, I, and I've said this to everybody, mm-hmm. uh, and I, and I'll say it to the day I die. Mm-hmm. The best days of my life were wearing the Red Sox uniform. The worst days of my life were also in that uniform. But everybody in that organization, front office, staff, players, coaches, anybody, they treated me the same when I was at the top and when I was below the bottom. And I will always respect that. I always have love for that. And I'll always appreciate that. You know, so I got nothing bad to say about anybody no. there yeah. um and i it was it was tough man i had i had some very 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 just fucking rough conversations with people just calling to say goodbye really really yeah. yeah um you know because they they were there for me and I, I, I you build relationships and fucking phenomenal people man so that was that was tough but you know on the flip side of that you, you, you flip the coin and, and it's like okay look at this opportunity now you have ahead of you you know um, coming into a young team full of excitement freakishly talented I mean you look I mean these <laughs> look around this place it's, yeah. it's um, you don't remind me of 2018 <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and, and and I've been traded twice, and both both times it, I, I definitely appreciate being traded in the off season. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It <laughs> definitely makes it a little bit easier transition. You know, um, you know, I was able to meet some of these guys at, at uh, Braves Fest or like their fan their fan thing that they had. So um, it was it was it, as easy as it could possibly be. Can you appreciate how hard how difficult it is? Is the wrong word. But there's not a lot of guys. Like you would have been one of the very few established veteran guys, which wasn't the case. Like when you came over, oh yeah, no. right? Yeah. Can you appreciate how difficult that? Because Rafi came out the other day. You know, Ken Lee's talking about it. Can you appreciate like how difficult turnover is, and that turnover is in that team? Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, you just—I mean, my first year there was 17, and when I got there, you were right. I mean, there was just a big veteran presence. They were very established and on their way up. Um, 
and then just through the years, I mean, it's baseball. It happens. You know, you, you see guys walk out the door, and new guys come in, and uh, the roster turnover, and whatever it is. And uh, yeah, it's tough. You, you don't you don't want your, your teammates, especially when you have success. You know, but you also see you know like guys like you know, I can go down the list of guys you played the last couple of years. As a player, you see the best. In those guys, I see the best in Garrett Willick. I see the best in Tanner Houck. I see the best in Nick Bavetta. All that. So we can say, oh well, you know, you don't have the like the stars in here. But if you were the opening day starter, you would have been like, you'd probably be sitting there. Hey, you know, like, let's go. You know, we'll figure it out. I, don't, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It's our job. Yeah. As a as a veteran, how hard is is it also to when like I said, not a lot of veterans in there. So it's like they have to speak. <laughs> You know, you were, as you went along, you were always a veteran, but still, you would have been like one of the last few. So how important it is to have some veterans in there to be able to speak for everybody? I don't think it's so much speaking for people, and, I, and this doesn't just, this isn't just for one team, I would say it's for yeah. all teams. Um, having having veteran guys around is good for, you know, for the young guys to see kind of how it's done, because, you know, there's there's guys that just don't know what it's like to be a big leaguer, how, yeah. what, what, what the work ethic's like, what the attitude is like. Um, you know, so it's good for for younger guys to see what older guys that have had success how they operate. You know, how do you think I got to where I am? You know, when I was in Chicago, even when I first got to Boston, I'm watching these. You know, the big dogs, as we call you know, the veteran guys. Uh, how they operate, how they treat people, uh, what their work ethics like, how they compete on the field, what they do in between starts, and you know, all this stuff. And then you feed off of that. So, um, it's, yeah, Giolito said that the other day. Like Giolito was saying that about we were talking about pitchers not pitching 200 innings anymore. Yeah. Like James Shields, you know, like you know, yeah. like okay, but that's important. That's an important thing to have. Yeah, for sure. And I and I think those younger guys they they learn and they. they build confidence like okay like I see this guy doing it I also do it so that means I'm doing something right and he's successful this is might bring me success and you start putting those things together and then you have a routine that helps you be successful and then in the blink of an eye you got seven years in the big league sometimes and, and then you're the guy that's got this routine that other people are looking at going hey this guy's successful I'm gonna I do these things and I can be successful and then it's just like the chain effect you know like it kind of keeps picking up you know from from the bottom to the top how different is it dropping into a new team here compared to when you dropped in the Red Sox this is I mean I know that you're different state but it's yeah. also every time you drop you dropped in that was the first time you were dropped in a new team mm -hmm. the Red Sox now you're dropped in here how different is it how different does it feel do you like okay I I kind of know what this like is to new, meet new people and things like that yeah it's a little bit different this time around for me just um, being a little bit older you know and not I could, I could probably answer this question better for you off the record, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, and again, we're all baseball players. Yeah. You know, we, we've all played baseball our whole life, right? We all know what we want to do, and that's when. We all are working towards the same goal. And so we're all in, in some way, shape, or form very like minded, and we're going to be around each other a lot, so. Um, it's not 
basically going from one group of ball players to another group of ball players. Like, you know, people might be a little bit different, but it's you know, we're all kind of the same yeah. in, in, in some in some way, shape, or form. So, um, and just getting to know how guys work and, and how they you know operate and stuff like that. So it's it's been great so far. It looks great. Well, I, you've been very generous with your time. As yeah, well. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to the Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.